reaching the fault lines of today. This is Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser on the Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Dr. Zudi Jasser. Welcome back to Reform This. To get away from the uh, mosh pit of politics, finally, and get back to the central topic that you and I will focus on for the most part, which is internal reformation and the battle lines. And now the front of this war, the front, the, the, the country under most siege, I believe, in Europe is France. And we knew that eventually the next shoe would drop and that things would begin to change. And remember, the climate in France is one of a far left lean. This is not a far right leaning government responding to being attacked by radical Islam and doing so out of uh, hyper nationalism. The far left French are responding now strongly, and I think we need to look at what they're doing and how different it is from the way our own government here in the United States is approaching the threat. And I think one of the amazing things that's happened in the past few days, few days, is, and it's it's going relatively unreported. And we heard after the initial attack in Paris, and then the well, the first attack was a Charlie Hebdo attack, but then a, a larger terror attack in November 2015, and then two of that cell survived and went to Belgium to plan a second and third attack in Belgium. And the reality is is that now in the past few weeks, we've seen in the past few months, weeks into the last month, a a series of attacks. And last one ended with the the slaughtering of an 86-year-old French priest, Catholic priest, that you and I had talked about and just were horrified. A lot of people were actually viscerally moved with what happened there. And I think what we didn't hear about here in America is the deep impact that had upon the French people, especially not only the Nice attacks and the numbers and the the use of the vehicle that just drove into innocent French and killed upwards of 80 people and injured so many more that were celebrating Bastille Day. But what what I think was missed in this whole story is when Prime Minister Valls visited a memorial service to remember the victims of the Nice terror attack, he was booed as he signed the Book of Condolence on the Promenade d'Anglaise where 84 people died and scores more were injured during the Bastille Day Massacre. And President uh, former President Nicolas Sarkozy had expected and spoken frequently about the need for terror pr- suspects to be placed under house arrest and not be allowed to freely walk. He feels that could have prevented some of them, as many of these individuals that committed acts of terror had been followed by the authorities. 
at one time or other. Prime Minister Valls added in, in a recent report, this fight against radicalization requires an unprecedented mobilization of public authorities. We need a general mobilization of all public and civil society as a whole. But beyond that, there's the question of the construction of Islam in France, and Muslims therefore have a huge responsibility. So the French had been talking about legislation that would allow it to remove and expel dual national citizens that may have Iranian citizenship, Syrian, Saudi, etc., that are from countries of threats, and then use that dual citizenship to expel them so they don't have to deal with them. What did they do this last week? The Prime Minister Valls had basically clamped down on radical Islam, calling it a poison, and he said that immediately after the death of the French Catholic priest, Jacques Hamel, who was killed on the altar, as we discussed he said, in response, he is announcing plans to shut down mosques supporting Salafism, an ultra-Orthodox religious political ideology based on a belief in physical jihadism practiced by some followers of the Sunni faith. He said, all Salafists are not jihadists, but almost all jihadists are Salafists. Where have we heard that before? I've talked to you about all Muslims uh, um, you know, all Islamists being Muslims, but all not all Muslims are Islamists. It's interesting that they're using the Salafi jihadi link. And you and I have talked about how, for example, Quilliam Foundation put out a wonderful paper uh, about a year ago saying it's the Salafi jihadism, stupid. And they talked about the insurgency being the, the real issue of the Salafi jihadi insurgency. And he then further... Uh, Valls says, a terrible poison has spread slowly, insidiously on a background of influences from abroad and rising communalism developed against the model of our society, a model against the republic and its values. Many Muslims in France are taken hostage by the fundamentalist Islamism, I'm sorry, Salafism, whose worship is a weapon against others. The places of worship that house preachers will be closed systematically. It is necessary to rethink the training of imams and chaplains completely. France must become a European center of excellence in the teaching of Islamic theology. So this is fascinating. He, on the one hand, wants it to become a European center of excellence for the teaching of Islamic theology, and yet is going to systematically shut down Salafi jihadi mosques. Now, after the the second Paris attacks, there were three mosques in which there were arms and weapons and munitions found in them that I support wholeheartedly, them being shut down and the, the imams being arrested for treason, and that's exactly what their security services should have done, and they did, for the most part, at least shut them down. I support that completely. But the suggestion that certain ideas that may be nonviolent. Now he said most Salafis are not jihadis, but all jihadis are Salafis. Um, that's a little more complicated than that. Uh, Salafism is the belief that 
you need to return society back to the way it was at the time of the Prophet Muhammad. So I would tell you that all Salafis carry with them a political ideology that's incompatible with Westernism because they do not believe in political innovation. So just as Wahhabism, the only difference, Wahhabism is a version of Salafism that's Saudi, that is militant, and is not rooted in nonviolence, but rather more so violence. So he's right, Salafi Jihadism, call it Salafi Wahhabism. Those folks do carry ideologies that are a direct militant threat. Now the problem is, is that the transformation from nonviolent Salafism to violent Salafism can happen overnight, it can happen in a few days, and yes, Salafism should be monitored very closely, and that's where the political correctness needs to end. But don't think for a minute that just shutting the doors of that mosque will make that problem go away. They'll open up in the homes elsewhere, they'll open up in a place not calling it a mosque, they'll have their meetings underground, they'll go deep off the grid. And actually, that will make them more potent. They will no longer be attentive to what the antiseptic of the light of day will do. I will no longer, and many reformists will no longer be able to expose and tape their sermons and release them publicly because they are public speeches. They will then be protected as privacy and private speech, which makes them more potent in a network grounded in religious communication and the ummah or the Muslim community. If you think I'm wrong, ask Egypt, ask Uzbekistan, ask Tajikistan, ask Russia, ask even Saudi Arabia that claims to be our ally and then executes and takes away the rights of those who become violent while they feed the nonviolent portion. Now, France would obviously not necessarily be doing the feeding part, but shutting down mosques wholesale that are Salafi is going to make this laboratory of excellence that he claims very difficult because then all of the imams will rush to claim to be pro-French, pro-civil rights, and pro-anything that makes them seem assimilated while actually reforming the Sharia texts that are on their shelves that defend the killing of apostates, defend blasphemy laws, defend um, any of the ideas that are Salafi, but they just will now no longer talk about. So when we come back, I would like to continue talking to you about, well, what should the French be doing? What is the solution next for them? Yes, shut down the mosques that are preaching violence, that are preaching anarchy, that are uh, um, condoning terrorism. But those mosques that preach nonviolent ideology that's incompatible, a sharia that's not 21st century but 13th century, especially in the West, they should be exposed, but why doesn't shutting them down work? And what do we do? How do you develop those Muslims that would be real leaders for a new French Islam? You're listening to Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser. The Blaze Radio Network.